Hello, everybody. Welcome to Show Hoppers Lost Season 3, Episode 3, Further Instructions. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. Hello there. You're back. You're back. You've it's been a long time. It's been a while. I was expecting <laughs> it. You've relapsed. Uh, Mr. Sal, <laughs> it's his first watch through of Lost. Mine, I've seen through Lost, but up until a certain point, where I stopped, nobody knows, except for me, actually. I was going to say, somebody knows. Somebody uh, better I do know. know. <laughs> I do know. I know exactly when I stopped. So the oh, question is, good. though, good where is you. it? How is it? I don't know. The bigger question is, Mr. Sal, how did you feel about this episode? Is that the bigger question, though? I think that's a very important question as to oh, your uh, rating for the episode. Well, I mean, I totally agree. It's a very important question, especially in regards to my rating of the episode. My, my question is, is it more important than where did you stop? Right now, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> for now yes maybe maybe at a different so what point, was maybe not. so what was your question what did you give this as a rating what's your uh, what's your rating for this it is uh not it's it's a definitely a rational number okay thank you um is it is it a whole number it is a whole number okay is it okay was it dare i say a natural number Ooh. I think so, but I've forgotten what a natural number is. It's it's one, two, three, four, five, not zero. Zero is not a natural number. Oh, gotcha. Uh, yes, it is a natural number. Uh, it is also a real number, not an imaginary number. Okay. Easy. Nine. <laughs> you got it. Man, you followed the clues so well. There you go. No need, no need to talk about the episode and try to you know pinpoint why, where, what, how, who. Just nine. Easy. Well, yeah, now to be fair, I'm not giving you full credit for just pulling that out of nowhere. <laughs> no, you you had plenty of clues, <laughs> plenty of clues. You knew it was an integer. You knew it was a whole no, a, a whole number. You know it was a rational number, a real number, a natural number. That's a lot of information that you just got. like all your other. I, I've I honestly I feel like I gave away too much. Well, that's your fault. Listen, I got a great guess. You giving away your information, that's on you. Uh, I'm trying to think why you gave this a nine. As opposed um, to what? As opposed to an just eight? Why, right? I've, kind of, I've, I've kind of gone the opposite way here. Yeah, because I just I, I said you given it a nine. Now I've got to backtrack and find out why you gave it a nine. So the flashbacks, eh, I don't think, I think you could take or leave the flashbacks, right? But this is, this is I think, a rare time in a Locke episode where Locke on the island, pretty cool. Uh, they kind of went down the the whole. I don't know if you're feeling the same way I, you know, I was feeling with the see no evil, hear no evil, speak no. Evil oh my god! Kind of I cannot believe you said that. Yes, I totally I felt that way. That yeah. <laughs> yes, because I remembered Charlie couldn't hear after hear. the blast, and now Locke couldn't speak. But I, I, I don't know if anybody. It would appear Echo can't. I mean, if they said Echo can't see, I'd believe it. Absolutely, I would. Uh, in uh, fact, I'm I'm kind of rooting for that now. I hope that goes slightly blind for a bit, <laughs> or seriously, whatever it takes. Just well, I mean, it was it was slight for for the other two. It was yeah. it, it was only temporary for the other two. So <laughs> only I, I, th- I I mean that I absolutely thought of that. That that's incredible. Very good. So, you, so either that's... you read my mind, or this is way more obvious than I gave it credit for. I'm giving myself too much credit. I think you're giving yourself too much credit. Maybe not. No, I think no, no. What am I saying that for? Michelle, we're geniuses. Okay, there you okay, go. We've, there you go. We've, we've oh, to be, and to be fair, 
Charlie was had lost his hearing. That was three, four episodes ago, three episodes ago, whatever it was. You're right. Was yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because that was right at the end of the finale where we see him. With those, like, now, in, in terms of the timeline, this is right after that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's from the same day that he can't talk and even the next day, but so he's yeah. a little scratchy. So, but yeah, yeah. So that's us. I thought you'd find that cool. You yep. did. Um, I think you thought Locke going back to his faith based routes, we see Boom and stuff. I think you think that's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you like that stuff. It, I wonder how you feel about Hurley's a fun character here. My question is, how do you feel about Desmond? Uh huh. You, you want me to just you want to speculate I, or you want me to just tell you? Have you ever seen Arrival? No. Okay. And the subject. Maybe I should, maybe I should have said that. Maybe maybe I should have said that. Uh, but um, I think you liked the Desmond thing. I I did. Okay. In, in fact, so breaking this down into three parts: the flashbacks, everything with Locke and Charlie, and everything with Hurley and Desmond. So those mm-hmm. are the three parts. The Hurley Desmond part. I gave it 10 out of 10. I was, I, I, I was enthralled. I loved it. <laughs> so what about it did you love? The Hurley stuff? The Desmond stuff? No, the, the Desmond stuff. No, I mean, what did Hurley really do? Except he, he, <laughs> he just, recognizes... Just about stuff he knew. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, he, he recognizes what Desmond did. That's what Hurley does. You know, he, so what do you think about our... Desmond? Do you think Desmond can see the so, future? Or do well, you well, think... That's, so, and, and maybe that's where... He's the, like Merlin... Maybe, Living backwards, <laughs> uh, like Tenet. Uh, let's see. So, I mean, I, I and I tried I'm really hard to kind of wedge him into the see no evil part, evil part, because I was thinking perhaps you know he's got some sort of weird vision now where he can see the future, but that would not be see no evil. That would be see all the evil. You can see here and speak all the evil. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm not sure. It seemed, I mean, if I was going to guess, I would say that that was some kind of premonition, like he saw the future. I, I don't think, I mean, living backward, or like traveling backwards through time, I don't think that's something that I, I hope that's not what's happening because I saw Tenet and it was confusing. I did watch it again and I liked it more, but it's confusing. I remember the concept when oh. I had to read the Once in Future King, like the King Arthur stuff. Like the, I think it's yeah. four books in one or whatever. And Merlin, he lives backwards in time. So, I did not remember that. I did read that book. I don't remember that. That's interesting. Merlin, yeah, because I remember eventually he gets locked in the cave by more. It's not Morgana, but... No, it is Morgana. Morgana. Yeah, Morgana, no, it's Morgana. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he gets locked in a cave by it. And he knows it's going to happen because he lives backwards in time. He knows everything. It's, yeah. it's a very, you know, it's, it's this whole stick. Merlin, he just yeah. knows he's like, he's like oh, it is what it is. So, I don't know, <laughs> yeah, he lives so, time backwards. That's his whole gimmick, yeah. It was a so, cool concept, yeah. I mean, I don't know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think Desmond is living backwards. I, I'd be very surprised by that, but I, I do think that he is having premonitions, maybe some kind of flash forwards, which is interesting because Charlie Dominic Monaghan, who plays Charlie. Uh, was in a series, a TV series called Flash Forward. So that's interesting. So, <laughs> but I you like that. that so, yeah. so, you, so you like the Flash Forward. You're not. Yeah, you're not I love the that. idea. You're, so I know you, me, you and me, we 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 feel a way about time travel. Mm-hmm. But Flash Forwards, time travel, yeah. not time travel. That's not time travel. 
Uh, no, that's no that that's that's more like uh, a psychic, for example, like that. Yeah, yeah. And I and we and you know I love psychics and Damon Lindelof joints. Like uh, this is this is like <laughs> this, this is right up my alley. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. Wonderful. Yeah. If he becomes like, is it? I always forget. Is it Richard? I think it's Richard, yeah. the palm reader. Yeah. So if he if he's like the new Richard, oh, I'm all for it. That that's fantastic. You know, if he just gets little snippets of the future. That I think would make for very interesting television. So that's what I'm really excited about. This also does kind of play uh, into the "it's all in Hurley's head" idea, though, and that always makes me nervous and kind of a little oh, excited at the same time. So you you realize that this could all be in Hurley's head. Uh huh. It could. This be. all could be in Hurley's head. What do you think of the odds? It's all in Hurley's head. Like if you had to put like a hard. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say that's a that's a ten percent chance. I, I don't think it's very high. I think it's I think it's I don't think Lost would be as beloved as it is if it was all in somebody's head because it's very it's very unpopular. Well, we know it's unpopular near the end. Yeah, I mean the the finale itself is is dogged on like perpetually. So I mean if that's I guess I guess I guess if that's where they finally drop that this is all in Hurley's head then okay that, I, that might be why it's it's dogged on like this but I feel like that would soil the series the whole series for everybody and I and I know people who still to say that Lost is their favorite series but they don't really like the ending like that and so I don't think I don't think that can be the case if it's all in Hurley's head so I'm, I'm going to guess that it's not all in Hurley's head uh, but I, I mean, it, I, you know, this Lindelof does love to to play with us like this. Oh man, I just saw, thought of something. I just thought of something today from season one, where I was like, "That never is going to go anywhere, is it?" And that was just them playing. Oh, it was the polar bears. That's what it was. Oh yeah, so you're killing <laughs> yeah. the polar bear in like episode it's two like, or something. Yeah, I mean it's it, but no, it wasn't that part of it. It was it was the idea of Walt manifesting the polar bear because they had the him reading the comic books and the polar bear shows up, right? And it, it it was, I mean I don't know, maybe I read too much into it, but I think they were clearly trying to signal that he was manifesting the polar bears, and so now it, it seems pretty obvious that the polar bears are just this you know the, the decrepit zoo that's where they were and they're not there anymore they're living in this cave they've been living in this cave for years there's skeletons all over the place yeah a lot of bones yeah so i i'm i'm thinking that the polar bears are just there because dharma put them there okay and so so which I don't love maybe maybe that's one of the reasons why I don't give this episode a 10 because it's it takes it the the, the mystique is gone from the polar bears they're just going out there they just live here. <laughs> you really wanted a lot out of these polar bears really like, oh, just living. Yeah. I, I wanted you guys to be like dancing or like have a top a talk at least like something. No, I I, I wanted them to, to not, not yeah, magical like not be there at all unless Walt put them there. Like that's 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 so outrageous. I don't know. Uh, yeah. And then speaking of Walt, like one of my other <laughs> one of my other reasons that I'm not giving this a 10 is because, first of all, we have no idea what ever happened to Mike on Walt. And we are now three full episodes in. I'm just telling you, they not... left the island. I don't know what else you want yeah, to hear. From. Exactly. Fine. They left the island. Right. I want to know 
where they went. I would like to see their perspective a little you bit. You want to see? You want to see? Listen, we saw we've seen one shot off the island in real time. That was at the finale mm-hmm. of last season. They're gonna just keep spoiling you with that type of stuff. Okay. Speaking of speaking of one shot off the island in real time that we saw in the finale of last season, that's another character we haven't seen in the first three episodes of the season. Well, in all like fairness, that, in all fairness, in all fairness, yeah. we're only like a day or two after that's actually happened. I know, but. I know, we are, but but we are three weeks into the into <laughs> season three. Okay, and. and they obviously that's how they chose to end season two so that was obviously a big deal and we were obviously meant to latch on to that and i feel like now they're just intentionally trying to distract us and and make us forget about that so that they can drop it in like it's some kind of bombshell i'm not going to forget about that so they can stick it you should forget about it for a bit Mr. no i I won't this is going to be my just for a bit, please. And this is this is the like my main now maybe my one of my two main criticisms of Lost, and I know it's a function of these giant episode orders. Like it's just too many episodes in a season uh, to not do this. And so I understand why they had to do it, but it is a gripe that they they introduce a storyline and then they don't come back to it for like three months, and it's like they drop it in. And now it's supposed to have shock value because you are supposed to have been an idiot and forgot about it because it's been three months. You know, that's, that's, that's the story of maternity leave. You know, that's, the, that's what it is. So one of your most favorite episodes. Yeah. I, I love it. It's, it's so great. But the, again, but I, but I didn't forget about it. I, I mentioned it every single week for a year or half a year, half for a year, half a year. Yeah. yeah. So like that, that's, that that's that's one of my issues. My other issue, obviously, is when they completely ignore what happened last week and the next and in, in this week's episode. <laughs> so, well, that, um, oh, I mean, that's a function of just the timeline stuff, right? Now, not timeline, yeah, I'm, just like the different stories. Oh, that's oh, not too bad here. No, I, I'm like in this case, I, I don't care that they're not telling us anything about Sun and Jin and Saeed and Jack and Kate and yeah, Sawyer. Yeah. I, I I have no problem with it here because this is they're showing us what happened at the same time that happened. So, so that's, that's not a problem. You know, it's, it's when, you know, uh, I can't, I'll, I'll think of something. So, so it's, it's when, uh, Locke is brings Boone back to camp. He's teetering around the brink of death and then Locke disappears. And then we don't even see Locke in the next episode. They show us nothing. So it's, it's like that, that, that type of thing, or certainly, certainly uh maternity leave <laughs> the next episode after that and episode after that and the one after that it's like we, it took like five episodes before kate finally mentioned to jack that they found this other bunker so anyway i, I don't want to complain too much because I, I did really like this episode the only other complaint that i had about this episode so it was the fact that uh, the polar bears uh, they lost their shine for me um we still don't know anything about Michael Malt, which that is very forgivable. I don't think it's all that forgivable that three episodes and they haven't even shown us like a five second clip of Penny. Just anything. Any well, time is right, Mr. Snow. Right. We can't. Just yeah. When people think it's willy nilly. When right? the average the is right. When the average viewer forgets about it and they can drop it in like it's some kind of shock. But uh, and then the other thing was. Um, I, I did like the flashbacks. I'd give them a nine out of 10. 
uh, I gave the lock Charlie stuff a nine out of 10 as well, but the lock, uh, the flashbacks, I did give a nine out of 10, but they, they just kind of felt incomplete. I felt like I, I, I was, agree. That's why that's how yeah. I felt about them too. Like just, I feel like there should have been one more flashback. One more, one more flashback. When the first one flat there. I, but yeah, when the when the last one finished, I was like, man, there's only five minutes left in the episode, and they got to get another flashback in, right? And then they didn't. I was like, wait a minute, wait, what? <laughs> what happens? I yeah. know what happens from all that. Like, yeah. Do they get in legal trouble? Does, yeah. Like, yeah. Do, do Mike and Jan take care of it? It's like, just yeah. What happens with Eddie? Because yeah. because I really I really. I, I know I'm not going to see anything, any other lock flashbacks until, like, I don't know, it's going to be like 10 weeks at least. So, so I'm shocked that we didn't get one more flashback. Yeah, oh, well, right. Yeah, so, but that just felt incomplete. And that's, so this is definitely not a 10 for me, uh, but it's, it's good enough to not be an eight either. So, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to see how this, uh, where do you out. land on this? I gave it a nine. I gave it a nine. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a, and it's better than uh, the glass ballerina. Mm-hmm. And yours is obviously, I think you gave it an eight criminally. I, yeah. I gave glass ballerina an eight. Yeah. yeah criminally. Yeah. But you I, know, we can all admit seem crimes, to, we feel. You didn't seem to think it was all that criminal last week. That's not a crime to do. <laughs> don't, don't I mean, you, you, don't, you, didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't argue with me on that one nearly as much as you argued with me for the uh i mean that's uh, so odd. we're not this is not the ozark this, podcast well, it's not, it's right. not, not the ozark podcast but that is still just outrageous mr but i have to be noted to listeners if you guys listen to the ozark podcast don't listen to mr sal <laughs> that's it that's, that's just the blanket statement don't listen to mr sal uh, so so mute that. mute the podcast for half the time more than half what, on the ozark podcast. don't <laughs> don't I hear what he's saying, but don't don't actually believe that. I guess so, so don't <laughs> believe Mr. Sal. It's okay. just gobbledygook. But no, besides that, uh, that's a good episode. I I would say I I do I love the Desmond stuff. Uh, I like the Lock stuff. The rare episode where it's Lock's flashback and he's not a terrible character. And mm-hmm. his flashbacks are the worst part of it to me. But it's just because I feel it's just left. I feel yeah, it's just long like. It's, yeah, it's incomplete. It could have been better than it was, I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah, it's just incomplete. Mm-hmm. Just why? Why they ended like that? Yeah. Like one, one more flashback. flashback. Or just like send that flashback to something. I just want to know. But whatever. So yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I, I totally agree. With that being said, Mr. Sal, are you ready to discuss the episode? Yeah, I, just one more thing. Uh I'm other than the the very opening scene of season three, nothing is hooking me in season three like season two hooked me. That is listen. Fair, fair in the aspect that listen, season two had the hatch with Desmond, this yeah. button was coming around, right? Think about season three here, and also, I guess, the, season two had a drift since the second episode, and they get captured at the end of a drift. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, where's Jen, and then they're captured. There's only two storylines in that. Here, there's three storylines, yeah, maybe. And you know. to be fair, you've already said this, but to be fair. This is still just like the first day after the events of season two finale. So yeah, it, it, season two did the same thing. I was just having yep. multiple shots at the same time. So yep. it's, it's doing something very similar as season two did. Now, whether you like the content as much as I mean, it's not as much intertwining. That's for sure. No, there's no yeah, nothing inter really twining as much. It's just literally yep. 
isolated things happening. But we'll see. Maybe things will start intertwining and they will get more interesting. But yeah, that is mm-hmm. true. There's no nothing's it basically we're just seeing everyone's plot, but then we're leaving it pretty quickly because we're seeing other people's plot. And it's like, okay, yes. but you know, where, where does it go from here? So correct. Correct. Yes. But yeah, further instructions await Mr. Sal. Locke, as he awakes in the jungle, uh he he even sees Desmond running around naked, which we'll see Desmond later, but this is where he kind of realizes he can't yell. He can't talk. He tries to yell. He can't. Yeah. Uh, and when he gets up, uh, Echo's Jesus staff falls on him from the tree above. So now he has yeah. uh, Echo's staff. So he, he returns yeah. back to the beach with a purpose, right? Charlie and Claire look at him as he just kind of takes apart. I, I, I presume that's his hammock, but he just takes apart this hammock. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tarpanol. And you know, Charlie and Claire, they're confused, and he brings his stuff to the church uh, mm-hmm. where he builds himself uh, what do you call this? I don't think he fully built it. A med- meditation hut. Sweat lodge. lodge. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Why did I say meditation hut? <laughs> meditation. <laughs> <laughs> so, he brings it to church where he's going to make himself a sweat lodge, uh, and this is where Charlie confronts him, but Locke cannot speak, and they play a bit of charades, uh, Locke even finally, I do love this when they play straights because Locke even starts getting mad at Charlie for not taking mm-hmm. it seriously. Like he starts like storming at him, yeah. and eventually he's <laughs> able to convey that he wants to speak with the island. Yeah. Uh, so there, and then we get the intro. So that, that's the entire introduction up to it is that we learned Locke cannot speak. Uh, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll soon kind of learn that's not for a super long in the episode, but he can't speak yeah. right now and he wants to speak with the island. Yes. Uh, and we also see that Desmond seems to be okay enough. Locke's. Yeah. alive but we don't see echo i'm not sure i'm not sure how th- all three of them survived this having seen what the hatch now looks like yeah uh, i mean how is that possible how is it possible mr sell that's crazy by the way uh i don't know what this title means further instructions i mean is it uh, is it as obvious as i presume it's just a very just obvious title that that it's just you know, he, he he's he's looking for guidance from the island about what to do next. Is that yeah? Is that, yeah, that's all that's it is. I think a little is, yeah. So that's what lots okay. of the further instructions. Did okay. That's what I, think I feel. Is. I feel like it, there's got to be something more. To Maybe you can try playing Desmond to this in some way. I, so I, I don't. I was thinking back to when they went into the pearl. Was there anything in the orientation video? that said await further instructions i feel like we heard this somewhere before we might have lost. i feel like the orientation film i don't know if, i don't know if it's uh, the pearl or the uh swan yeah rip swan or swan but i think you're right i'm saying like await further instructions yeah i think i because then it then it's a much better title to me if we've already heard it before but i just don't remember hearing it i don't remember if we did or not We'll it sounds familiar. Let's go with that. Okay. All right. Okay. We'll go good. With that. All right. <laughs> Further instructions. Um, yeah. How did you feel on this concept that Locke can't talk? Uh, we're getting some like oh, remnant vibes, of this, especially uh, I, you know, the. <laughs> Kurt, stop reading my notes. Well, I, it's like you're in the room with me. Yes, I wrote down guilty remnant Locke needs Charlie to stand guard because he's got the notepad and the sharpie and he's he's writing out his everything that he can't that he's not saying. It's it's. It definitely gave me Guilty Remnant vibes. Yeah, which if you don't know what the Guilty Remnant is, viewers or listeners, uh, check out the Leftovers podcast we did. 
not a, not a bad series, and you'll get mm-hmm. to see all about the Guilty Remnant. But once we get back from the intro, uh, it's kind of back at the beach just the next day, and Locke kind of writes to Charlie that now that he has a notebook, and he writes that you know he needs help, and he's in the stand guard at a sweat lodge. So he had now he built it at this point. And before we get there, though, we see the first flashback. Uh, it's definitely, uh, I w- I'm kind of curious well, to when you figure things out in the flashback. All right, but, just, just a minute on the flashback, because this, this blows my mind. Charlie obviously remembers why he hates Locke. He yes. brings it up. Yeah. Why does no one remember why Charlie sucks? Charlie didn't actually do drugs. And, uh, no, baby he almost burned down the whole camp and, t- and, and kidnapped a baby to the ocean. I don't remember that. Claire doesn't remember that. It's unbelievable. Here's a, but, here's a baby. but Charlie dredges it back up here. It's like, just, okay, so now you're triggering this memory in us, and we're supposed to ig- ignore the fact that everybody has forgotten that you suck, but remember the fact that you think Locke sucks. I don't remember that at all, him trying to burn down what baby. No. Like, this, this does not sound like Charlie I know. Okay, maybe that's maybe that's my mistake. The Charlie I know detests Locke for punching him and would mm-hmm. happily guard him while he's at his sweat lodge. Wow. But Mr. Sab, before we can get there, <laughs> perhaps That's not just... my mistake, by the way. I I I am <laughs> on the record to show that I know I'm right. Perhaps Locke has is remembering this, or you know, we've questioned are the flashbacks the characters remembering it, or is it just actually uh, us looking into their past, but it's Locke. Oh, I think it's pretty clearly the characters remembering it. Okay, Locke remembers he was driving a truck. It's downpouring, mm-hmm. and he picks up a hitchhiker. We, we soon learn his name's Eddie, and you know he's just going to a place named Eureka. He wants to just kind of get a job, cut some lim- timber, and he just wants to get out where he was. His mom's dead. His dad's a drunk, so family life is not going well for him. But while they're driving, Locke gets pulled over, and we we get a, a surprisingly tense situation, right? The the cop comes over, you know, taillights out, has Locke stop out of the vehicle. Locke has a tons of guns in its trunk. Groceries and guns. Groceries and guns, but he's got all the transactions for all the guns. And they even want to take Locke in for hitchhiking, or they talk about, you know, we could, we could, we could get you in trouble for hitchhiking. But Eddie says that Locke is just his uncle, and um, once the cops leave, Eddie is kind of curious to why do we have all those guns? So during the scene, Mr. Sal, were you worried like I was about did Eddie like come into Locke's car with something on him? So I was I was worried about Locke. Yes, I I, I was worried mm-hmm. that that Eddie was dangerous. Yes, I'm, yes. I, I I always worried that with hitchhikers like i feel like they don't show you a hitchhiker in a movie or a television show uh, unless the hitchhiker is dangerous or the person who picked up the hitchhiker is dangerous someone's got to be dangerous yeah <laughs> yeah like i said he does turn out to be dangerous but um yeah there's nothing really from too much i guess you're also kind of curious to the guns so do i do you think yeah. he's a gun salesman well i had I no idea I, I mean I, because here's here's the thing i was spent I spent this whole first flashback trying to place where in his timeline are we? Like I, our, I presume uh, this is the latest we've seen. Well, so no, no, his first flashback. Right. So the first one is the latest one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you're absolutely right. I'm sure this is the latest that we've seen. Um, but there's no way of telling that 
from this scene. So we, we don't have any hints about where we are until he takes his hat off and he's balder than he was. That, then that's the first hint that we have about where we are, but he doesn't take his hat off yet. Not until maybe the next flashback, maybe the one after that, but at, at any rate. So I didn't know if this was before Helen or after Helen. So is this before Anthony or after Anthony? Like, wh where is this? So all these guns, I, I was thinking, you know, at that point, Hmm, that he he would probably not have had all these guns until after Anthony because anything Anthony and prior there was no indication that he would be the type of person to have all these guns in fact we knew he wasn't a hunter until Anthony so yeah uh so I'm, I'm I was kind of thinking this is probably after Anthony but before uh obviously before walk about he's in the but, wheelchair yeah yeah the wheelchair post helen here post, so. so post helen post anthony pre-wheelchair and so that's what i spent most of the flash this flashback thinking about and so i i didn't really get to the point where i was wondering what the guns were for i was kind of distracted by where when are we okay well we get well anything else on that before you get back to no. the sweat lodge no, well good. we're at the sweat lodge me in the church uh, and Locke just kind of reminds Charlie that he must stand guard and do not come in. Uh, so Locke gets in there, has some of his psychedelic drugs, possibly the same one he kind of gave to Boone. I would think. That whole episode, uh, I would have yep. guess. But he's in the sweat lodge with the fire, you know, takes his drugs, puts some water on it to kind of make it like a sauna, and Charlie's outside guarding. And this causes Locke, he sees Boone, Mr. Sa. How happy are you to see Boone? Mm -hmm. We've had uh, more episodes without Boone than with Boone. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So, in fact, I know you're right for sure. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's 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 always good to see him. I mean, Boone was never one of my favorite characters. Like an but, old friend. No. Uh, hey, Boone. Yeah. Glad to see you. Mm -hmm. uh, and we see Boone. He's in the sauna. Uh, Locke, sorry, feels some remorse. Boone's a bit more sarcastic with it, but he lets Locke know that he's to bring the family back together. Uh, and he offers to show him something. And since you can't walk right now, Locke, here's a wheelchair. And so Boone starts to wheel Locke through the airport. And I want to know if you noticed something about these groupings, which I, I'm guessing you probably did. That uh, Boone warns Locke but, that someone is in mm -hmm. serious danger, right, in the airport, someone's in serious danger. And we go through some groupings of people. So he points at a couple. It's Claire, Charlie, and Aaron, right? But yep. nope, they're not in trouble. Locke then points mm -hmm. at uh, Saeed, uh, Jin, and mm -hmm. Sun. They're not in trouble mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. uh, Locke then also sees Hurley, who's behind the counter. He's punching in some numbers at like a terminal, but nope, he's yeah. not the one in trouble. And then yeah. Locke even sees a pilot, Desmond, but nope, he does not need our help. He's not in trouble. And mm -hmm. the last grouping he sees is Sawyer, Kate, and Jack, um, who are in a TSA checkout, uh, with yeah. Ben being the agent, uh, the TSA <laughs> cop there. And yeah. Locke wants to help him, but uh, Boone says that he cannot get to clean up his own mess first before he can help them. So, right. so what, what did you tell here by these groupings, Mr. Seth? Well, yeah, I mean, Charlie, Claire, and Aaron are on the beach, right? And then uh, Jin, Sun, and uh, Saeed are, uh, that's Team Sailboat. Yeah. They're somewhere else on the island. Minus the sailboat, yeah. Minus the sailboat, yeah. Jack, Kate, and Sawyer with Ben, they're obviously, you know, captives there in their own place Curly's on. go ahead team I, bait. I don't call them team bait but they're no longer bait because they've been caught so maybe team caught 
<laughs> it's terrible. Oh. I don't like it. Uh, the prisoners. <laughs> I like the prisoners best. So uh, the and then Hurley is on his own, making his way from uh, one part of the island to the next. Same with Desmond. And then there you have they have it. That's everybody. But so, before I before you before you let me uh, before you cut me off, let me just add one thing. So uh, <laughs> I want to point out that Locke does not know yes. that Jack uh, and Kate and Sawyer have been taken captive. He doesn't know a lot ben. of stuff. He doesn't know that Hurley's alone. Uh, That's right. I guess this is also the only other thing he wouldn't know because he, he could know about Team Sailboat. Um, well, I don't, I don't know actually, if he knew about the plan. I don't know if he even knew about the plan with the whole sailboat. Oh, no, I don't think he does because he was in the so, bunker the whole time. Yeah, so I think um, basically he knows information. He like this is information he does not like. Locke was never has never seen or told of. That's what right. Know, okay. Yeah. So Boone's you know showing him some stuff he doesn't otherwise know, mm-hmm. and also kind of alludes to the fact that Sawyer, Kate, and Jack are in trouble and are captured by Ben. Just in this uh, mm-hmm. little, like a uh, airport place. So, mm-hmm. um, we then get a little thing where Locke has to uh, climb up an escalator without his wheelchair. And when he gets to the top, there's the bloody Jesus deck, and Boone is also pretty bloody, warning Locke that they have him, and he does not have much time to uh, get him back. So, when he said they, it kind of my first thought was like, oh, the the others, but. I guess mm-hmm. we kind of find out that it's not the others. It's actually the polar bears. The polar bears, yeah. However <laughs> many there are, but the polar bears. Yeah. There you go. But he has to get him back. So that's that's the quest. He's been given his quest. He's gotten his instructions. Further instructions in qu- received. He bursts out of the sauna. Uh, Charlie's confused, but Locke takes out a knife and says, so the first time he's actually spoken, that he's got to yeah. save Echo's life. Uh, so yeah. we're on the case, Mr. Sal. You ready to be on the case? Uh, yeah. Anything you want to say on that in terms of uh, anything? Well, I, I mean, I, I didn't realize the polar bears were this close to the camp or to the bunker anyway. But at least maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe my sense of uh, distance and geography is, is off. But it seems like if they picked up uh, Echo, they must have been pretty close. Why did they pick up Echo? Not like one of the like, smaller people. Echo's like the size of a polar bear. Well, it's more food, I guess. <laughs> so I mean, that, that, I, polar I, bear. You're talking I, polar I'm, bear language here. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that that's the one they found. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that, but, that's probably uh, not like they like shopped around with all of them. You're like, ah, we want that uh, one. Yeah, <laughs> like a exactly. kid in a toy store. I want that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Took that one. No, okay. Fair enough. So Charlie and Locko trekking in the jungle. Uh, they even find. Echo's cross, which is his brother's cross, but the cross that's Echo's mm-hmm. now. Uh, mm-hmm. And Locke has surmised that he was dragged by a polar bear. So this was revealed he was dragged by a polar bear. But didn't Sawyer kill a polar bear? Or didn't Sawyer kill the polar bear? No, 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 no. He killed a polar bear, Mr. Sal. There are more polar bears. Mm-hmm. Uh, Locke eventually finds some blood and mm-hmm. warns Charlie that he would prefer to go alone here. But Charlie, as throughout Every time that Locke's in a warning throughout the episode, is very indignant about it and wants to stay, uh, even though Locke warns him that bad things happen to people who hang around him. So the thing with Charlie, this this part does confuse me, is that he's kind of, he doesn't really ever seem to quite believe Locke, 
but he also just doesn't want to leave either. He's like, ah, like he's always like sarcastic or like he doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't look like he quite I... believes Locke, but he doesn't want to leave him alone. Yeah, it's it's weird. I wondered if maybe he wanted to see him fail, but I, I don't think that's the case. I think he or if he deep down believes him. Yeah, I think he deep down believes him. Okay, so well, we got our second flashback. Uh, yeah. Locke and Eddie, they're driving into a gated community, and we'll soon learn this is a kind of like a commune type of thing. Yep. Uh, where Locke, they the exit the truck, and he starts explaining things such as the sweat lodge, which kind of tells us how Locke came to learn about the sweat lodge, where you kind of learn things about yourself, what you want to do. Are you a hunter or are you a farmer? Which comes mm-hmm. into play later. And he introduces Eddie to uh, at dinner to Mike and Jan. Uh, the commune seems to be leaders. I don't know if he says that outright, mm-hmm. but they seem to be so. And they have a nice dinner. Locke even says grace and kind of alludes to the fact that this commune is his family better than his own birth family and if we remember back at the truck last flashback and he talked about how he had a rough family that's the whole reason why he was leaving for eureka mm-hmm. or whatever right he mm-hmm. no real family life but here seems to have like a surrogate family situation going on here and eddie uh thanks Locke and is grateful for bringing him here how sweet mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. wonderfully sweet mr sal just, yeah uh, i mean well it's I, I would watch this whole flashback with Locke's last line on the island stuck in my head, which was bad things happen to people who hang around with me. And I kept watching for what bad was going to happen to Eddie, but I guess because that, I mean, that obviously is meant to trigger a flashback, this flashback in him. So I guess that what he's thinking is the other members of the commune, the other people. Yeah, he's ruined the commune. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Presumably. Yeah, so that that was a that was a nice subversion of expectations, honestly. Yeah, yeah, because he thinks it'd be Eddie. Fair enough. Yeah. So we get back to the present day. Charlie Locke still trekking. Uh, they even find a massive crater for the remnants of the hatch, since it's. Now uh, I just don't understand how they survived this. Pichel, many questions, many questions. Perhaps yeah. we'll see it at some point. The uh, explosion, maybe not, or implosion, or whatever you, you you'd call whatever happened to the hatch, the the hatcheting. Uh, mm. in due course possibly maybe in an episode we will hint possibly but in this case <laughs> uh, yeah we didn't see it so what a shame so we see we, yep. so we can, only, we can only guess but Locke not too far afterwards finds a dead deer which he can conclude is an active kill meaning whatever has killed it will come back you know to actually eat it aka a polar bear uh, to which they mm-hmm. hear a roar and a run because uh, the polar bear's on the case, so they they follow suit and they start running off. While they're running, they kind of finally pause and they hear some rustling. And Locke decides to throw a knife at whatever's rustling because if that's a polar bear, throwing a knife at it that'll kill it. Uh, I guess maybe mm. they'll scare it off, but nope, not a polar bear. It's just Hurley's canteen. So uh, mm-hmm. Hurley's now with the bunch. So three walking. Uh, and Hurley kind of brings them all up to speed uh, regarding Ben's really the leader. They've taken uh, Kate, Sawyer, Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after being brought up to speed, Locke wants Hurley to go back to camp and tell the rest of the survivors this and kind of walks off. And Charlie kind of brings Hurley up to speed with Locke's lunacy, right? And of this bear and his premonitions a bit. 
not premonitions, but his kind of instructions by the island. And premonitions mm-hmm. are not his thing. Those are might be Desmond's thing. So they leave Maybe. Hurley alone and scared of this potential bear in the woods. Uh, anything on that, Mr. Sal? The, that whole stuff? Nope, I'm good. Okay, so then uh, Locke and Charlie keep going, kind of spot more polar bear for, fur, and uh, that's about it. I guess Charlie like, remembers that polar bears are clever, and we get to the third flashback. Uh, Eddie, Locke, he's uh, been here for some time now, right? It's been six weeks, mm-hmm. and uh, they get some baskets to, to get to work here. They're going to go to the apple orchard. And Eddie asks two questions of Locke. He asks him about his dad, but Locke doesn't really answer that one. And then he tries to ask about what's going on in that greenhouse over there, right? They need, they're need they trying to get some fertilizer in there. I can help. I'll, I'll, I'll help. But Locke mm-hmm. does not let Eddie uh, go close to the uh, greenhouse, right? Because he must work the orchard. And while working at the orchard, Eddie's super frustrated because, you know, he's been here long enough. And he just wants to know what's up at that greenhouse, right? You guys all act weird around it when I try to go there. Uh, I'm guessing, based on that fertilizer and these guns, that you're trying to blow something up. And I want it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Locke offers, while laughing, to uh, talk yep. to Mike and Jan about getting Eddie in on that uh, greenhouse. So, Laughing with a mouthful of peach, just much like he smiled with a mouthful of orange peel in the first episode. Mr. Sal. Hmm. <laughs> Is that really the case? you're drawing that through line right there? Or I just speech? thought of that. No, I'm not. <laughs> anything from this scene or anything from this flashback? Uh, I mean, I half suspected that they were growing weed. I half suspected that Eddie was right. They were building explosives. So, I, I, but I, but the weed was definitely in my mind as well. Okay, okay. And it would also explain why the cops are kind of like. Yeah, I mean, either way. They were acting kind of sus of Locke in the way of, like, yeah. they just didn't like him, right? Pretty aggro. I mean, I definitely started getting suspicious of Eddie here as well. It's like, why, why do you want to get into the explosive or pot room so fast? <laughs> yeah. We'll why is it that. so important to you? So, so, what's going on there? So, mm-hmm. uh, we get back to the present time. Hurley is tracking, and he hears rustles, uh, but it's just a naked Desmond would love if Hurley could pass him some tie-dye because uh, he's <laughs> naked due to the hatch blowing up. Oh, just that. Uh, he's the only one. He's the only one who ended up naked. He was also the closest one, presumably, mm-hmm. to the actual core. At least he was so we can assume why that is. Yeah, yep. so, I guess. Uh, back by... Um, oh, oh, I skipped a scene doing that. Whoops. Well, right before this, Charlie and Locke get to a cave where they believe yeah. Echo's in. Uh, Locke's going to go in the cave alone. Charlie would like to come, but Locke's reasoning is I'm the one that's supposed to go in. So you stay out here. You don't. I don't want you getting hurt, Charlie, little little Charlie. So let me just mud myself up. I've got some hairspray. I've got a torch. That's all I need. And, and he goes to the cave. Uh, then we saw that whole Hurley stuff. And yeah. uh, while Locke's in the cave, he steps on an old toy bulldozer. And then we get another flashback. So... What's the connection between this toy bulldozer and the flashback? And the flashback. I, I, I don't, I, I don't I'll go think over the flashback. The okay, yeah. I'll, I'll go over the flashback real quick. Um, Locke goes into the greenhouse to speak with Mike and Jan. We're packing. They're super angry. Uh, it's also worth revealed they're growing weed, obviously, but we just went over that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but Mike and Jan are livid. Uh, Locke, you've screwed up. 
we gotta get out of here. Eddie, he's a cop, he's undercover. Um, it's it's all over. But Locke thinks he can, you know, he thinks that Eddie's still trying to make a case, and he hasn't even actually seen the weed yet of the greenhouse. So we can, I can fix this. I can, I can fix this. I I can do something about this. So mm-hmm. there's a the flashback there. But I really don't understand this toy bulldozer in terms of this flashback. Um, I don't maybe understand. They made so much weed of... that they just had to have bulldozers full uh-huh. of it. Uh, maybe they bring in dump trucks full of fertilizer. Trucks. I, I, I actually don't think there is a connection between the toy and the flashback. But I, I mean, I could be wrong about so that. So you think Polar Bear likes to play? Oh, you know what? Walt used to love playing with that bulldozer in the Brian scene. Is that right? I believe so. He, he played with a dump truck in the Bryans. Well, what Brian scene are we talking about? Uh, where Brian and uh, Walt's mother were chatting about him. In front of oh, him. he was he was researching. Yeah, the birds. I, I, yeah, yep, yep, that is true. But, I was trying, I was trying to get you down a line here. Oh. I mean, did say yeah. That would I would have gone down that line. I was ready. I wanted it. But uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I wonder if this means the polar bears have eaten children, or maybe it's like playing with like a bulldo- or right. dump trucks. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I guess a couple of things. Bears. I mean, there were two children among the others that got kidnapped by the others. I don't think they had a dump truck, first of all. But I do feel like we have seen a dump truck somewhere before. I cannot do you not... see a dump truck. Okay, you actually don't. Okay. I don't. I don't. I was teasing about that. Hmm. So I've, I have I have no recollection of, a, of any sort of dump truck. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. If there's anything to think of. Well, the lock continues on. Uh, you see skeletons, and I—I I don't know if you noticed on the skeletons, but on one of the skeletons' clothes, you can see a pearl logo on it. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's pretty cool. So presumably, one of uh, someone that was involved with the pearl uh, met an untimely demise to a, a polar bear, or yeah, so the polar bears have been out for some time, or at least they were repping uh, the pearl merch. In either case. Uh, hmm. lot, lot, a lot of bones so, and even some human right. bones because they do show skulls and whatnot but well, eventually Locke makes his way to an injured Echo uh, and he proceeds to do some tug, and, tug of war with Echo and a polar bear but he cheats and uh, uses the wombo combo of hairspray and his torch <laughs> to wombo send the polar combo. bear to send the polar you ever hear a wombo combo? I mean it's not my thing it's like a, you know, a wombo yeah, combo you, you've, you've, used, you've used it before yeah and the polar bear sent packing deeper into the cave. Which, by the way, this is a sick cave. Like it's amazing. So it's, it's a really cool cave. Like this polar bear has got the sweetest house. Like this is a, this is a, this is a great place to live. Like I would live in a cave like this if you could like modernize it a bit. Like if I can like get some water and some electricity in the in the cave. Refrigeration and toilets. That's all I need. Electricity and water. <laughs> I mean, that's all, yeah. You, could, you should put that all around the cave. Everything else will work fine. Uh, internet yeah. too i guess i do want that <laughs> well listen if i'm a polar bear i love this cave yeah oh yeah if i'm a polar bear this is the way you tell your other polar bear friends about your cave like, it, yeah you yeah. see like greg's setup yeah like <laughs> look at this cave <laughs> you know he's got like his bone section right there so he keeps his like alive let's look at a live kill right active. there active kill right there he keeps yeah. like this collect and these are his prized cave. look this one had a shirt the pearl he keeps it up here so it's very yeah, yeah. good good for hey, the polar bear i got a favor to ask you okay okay 
So <laughs> I would like you to, if you wouldn't mind, do some research into this dump truck and see if we've already seen it. I would do it, but I'm afraid of being spoiled. Okay. I'll do wait. You don't have to do it right now. I like you can do it even I'm just making Okay, sure. yeah. I'm just making note of it. Okay, as long as I can remember. <laughs> I can make sure I remember, but okay. I'll I will try to remember. Okay. You have you have my word on that. Um moving past the flashback. No, not the flashback. Mm-hmm. Tug of war wins, yep. gets Echo. Uh, Echo, so him and Echo start running out of the cave. Echo then mm-hmm. collapses outside the cave, very injured, obviously. And yeah. Charlie and Locke struggle to carry Echo out of there, which I would imagine you know, they got to carry him back to the camp. Uh, and mm-hmm. we cut to Hurley and Desmond trekking. And this is mm-hmm. definitely a very interesting uh, part here. So Desmond's sure. now bringing Hurley back up to speed and talking about the failsafe key. Desmond didn't really ever, he didn't ever know what it did. In actuality, he can only, you know, but it appears that it did just cause the hatch to implode. So it, it, it kind of did what it said it would do, but he had no real way of knowing. He just called a failsafe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he seems to be fine. Uh, he's not turning into the Hulk or anything. But right. uh, Hurley also tells us about how the island shook, all this stuff. I'm also worried about um, Team Bait, and, or mm-hmm. at least what's left of Team Bait. But Desmond ensures Hurley, you know, it's okay, because you remember what Locke said about going after Team Bay in a speech. Like, that was a good speech. We'll be fine. Don't worry about it. But yeah. wait, though. Hurley is also confused. What speech? What Locke's speech about this? Like, this this is not happen, Mr. Sal. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. What are your thoughts? So what are your thoughts here? Did you think this was a premonition? Or did you think that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I was leaning in on premonition here. Now, it is interesting, though, because I've just thought of this. Later, when we actually see that speech, Desmond doesn't even listen to it. No, he's not. I mean, he might be able to hear it. He might be. But, but he's not yeah. He's not in the audience. No, yeah, he's not. He's not in a Hurley front row seat, you know. And also, the thing about it, too, is when he brings up the speech, if it is a premonition, it, is, it appears that Desmond doesn't feel like it's a premonition, or at least he can't, like, because if... Right, or he doesn't like, want to let on. Yeah, yeah, like because you know, to, like if a psychic can see the future, right? They're like, oh yeah, this is the future. I know it's the future, but Desmond seems mm-hmm. confused to the fact that it's the future, or at least right. in that moment he forgot it's the future, possibly as well that it hasn't happened yet. Right. Yeah, I mean, so this could he's be not let on, or his life is more confusing than we think it is. It's not just a simple, like, ah, oh, I see visions, but maybe he's just seeing right. visions, or maybe he's confusing. His visions for what he's actually seen. Yeah, that could be. It's and it's possible that this is a new thing for him. He's not used to this it. Implosion. Yes, yeah, since his Hulk gained ability. So you, so you think mm. that Desmond has gained this ability from the implosion? I do. Yeah. So I think yes, I think Desmond gained this ability from the implosion, and it's a uh, like a flash forward, a premonition. Do you think that there's any chance that Desmond got this before the implosion? Like he's had this ability for some time, and this I is the first think, learning of it. I think his actions would have been different if he had this ability before that okay okay so we uh we get back to Locke and charlie with echo they're still trekking uh they're trying to take echo home and Locke just kind of talks about what he saw in the sweat lodge about seeing boone and boone telling Locke to clean up his own mess which Locke has mm-hmm. 
take that to be well i gotta save echo because yeah. i kind of put him in this position gotta clean up my mess and then after that i can save the others so and we'll, we'll mm-hmm. hear Locke's speech later but beforehand let's get the final <laughs> flashback that should not it's have been astounding. the final flashback astounding Locke and eddie they're hunting in the woods um Locke kind of lies to eddie like oh you can see the greenhouse tonight blah 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 also look at this rustling behind you aha I'm pointing my gun at you now, Eddie. I'm in control, and your gun has no bullets in it. So I, I have all the cards, much like Jack did to Michael. Except Michael tried shooting at the bird, and then learned mm-hmm. he had no bullets prior. So thank goodness we didn't run into like a deer or something while we were in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess I would yeah. rather execute my plan faster. So, Eddie, why did you choose me? Why was I chosen? Right? What reason? And Eddie reveals interesting, that, interesting, interesting choice of questions, by the way. It is, not, it is, it's very interesting. Yeah. And this matters a lot to Locke. Why does oh, he yeah. chosen? Why? Why me? Why? So it, it is the same type of thing. It, it, it's kind of harkens back to when um Ben spoke to Locke and told Locke that you I chose you, Locke, right? Something about yeah. this there is a great deal to Locke of it, there's always a reason for something, but maybe there's fate involved. Mm-hmm. I there's, there's something with Locke, but what Eddie says is he was picked because there's no he has no criminal record. Uh, he's, he, he has not been here as long as some of the other people here. And the psych record and evaluation kind of said that they could kind of like sway him, right? That he was capable mm-hmm. of being swayed. So that's why you were chosen. Uh, it's not personal in any way, but Locke seems to feel like it is. I mean, and we know the betrayal he's found in his life, right? He's 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 befriended Eddie. He's probably found him almost like a surrogate son, almost in a way, and like yep. very close with him, or at least like a close friend. And he's mm-hmm. he feels betrayed. Uh, mm-hmm. Eddie's confident that Locke will not shoot him because you know why? Why Locke? You're a farmer, okay? Mm-hmm. You're just a farmer. And Locke's, which by the way, why is why is it farmer and hunter? Because I feel like. A good chunk of farmers are more than capable of being like a hunter, right? Like, I understand yeah, what they're trying to go with that from there, but anyway. But Locke, Locke knows he's not a farmer. He was a hunter, and he still is a hunter, right? He can do this. But emotionally, Locke does not shoot uh, Eddie as he walks away. So, And that's the end of the flashback. That's it. No more flashbacks. So, so don't you think that it would have been better and probably easier... If while Locke took Eddie out on this hunting walk, Mike and Jan were busy replacing the weed in the greenhouse with some legal plant and then letting Eddie into the greenhouse to see, yeah, there's nothing here. We just grow a lot of plants, dude. That, that might work. I guess there's also paranoia if he's still like, like information he has planned to say back to them that he's yet to say, if that makes sense. Like, like, yeah, okay, he sees that there's nothing in the greenhouse, but he's seen some other circumstantial stuff that he can tell back to the police. Or, like, oh, other yeah. information he's seen, you know what I mean? Yeah, I suppose so. So, like, oh, I saw some delivery stuff or, like, uh, so, something that maybe could get him a warrant. I, like, I don't know. I, I see what you're saying, though, right? And that, mm-hmm. that actually could work. I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to be, like, devil's advocate here of why that's not a good idea. But I, I agree. I think that could be a good idea. But I think the issue is mm-hmm. that the police force are already on to them. So okay, yeah. you can hide it, but it's not like, oh, yeah, I guess you were growing nothing in here. After all, you're just growing tomatoes in the greenhouse. Uh-huh. And like, hmm. 
leaving it there, right? Like I just yeah. think they're already on to you. They're trying to keep trying. So also killing yeah. killing killing Eddie doesn't really fix your problem because now you just got murder too as well. You gotta worry about if they ever catch you for it, they're gonna keep looking at you for it. So I guess yeah. same problem. It's not like you kill Eddie and your problems go away. They're still gonna suspect you. They're still gonna keep going after you. So Yeah, yeah. I guess it's still the same problem actually. No, I, I guess yeah. yeah. The only thing I can think of is that Eddie, they're, they're scared. Eddie has already seen things besides inside the greenhouse that right. could wreck them. So yeah, that's why you shoot it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I that and that's why I kind of lean more toward the idea of while I'm out hunting with him, you guys make the switch. This way we don't have to kill a cop, and we don't have to let him go, uh, thinking that he won we can get him to leave thinking that he lost and it's over. Well, we're going to have to find out. We'll come to that. Maybe, maybe his next flashback will tell us about that a bit more. Maybe not, though. Don't, don't get too excited for that. Oh, I'm not. Maybe. I'm not counting on seeing this anytime soon, if at all. But, I just, yeah. I just don't like the way the flashbacks end. It is so annoying. Yeah, it, I, 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 I do understand the shooting, I guess. It's fine. Like the idea of it. But I, I, oh, I have no problem better. with this flashback. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with this flashback. I think it's a good flashback. I just, I, I mean, I don't think it's the wisest move. You think the ti- yeah? Of- you, you think the move to make here is we'll just do the yeah. whole scope operation. Also, but they might also be scared of being under surveillance, so trying to swap out the greenhouse might be more difficult. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, I, and I and I don't want to rip on this this particular flashback too much. I actually think this is. A great flashback, maybe probably the best flashback, but I, I wanted one more. And yeah, this, exactly. isn't, I wanted... this isn't where I wanted it to. End. I wanted. This, I thought I had three cookies, but I only had two, and so I yeah. ate the second one. I ate the second one with the vigor of it being a second one, but really it was the yeah. last one, which I, I would chicken, differently. I played chicken with the mob, assuming that we'd be gone tomorrow. Wait, wait what? <laughs> no, that's that's a, an inside reference for those of you who get it. Great. For those of you who don't, you should listen to our other podcast. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, so yeah, just yeah, one more would have been nice. One more. Well, yeah. you do understand. You understand that feeling though when you're eat, like when you eat the last of something good, you really eat, yeah. you, like savor it, you savor it. But imagine missing out on that savorous. Exactly, sa- I'd be so disappointed. Yeah. Uh, the the worst, Kurt. Tell me, tell me if you agree. The worst is when you have saved that tender morsel for last. And then somebody comes along and oh, wants, to split it, wants to split oh, it with you. I got like a le- no, even worse. Like if I have leftovers in the fridge. I go back to have my leftovers. Someone else has eaten my leftovers. Yeah. So, oh. That was my leftovers. I claimed that yep. basically. That was all mine. My leftovers. That was my was lunch plan. That was, that was, <laughs> I was going to eat that at midnight. And you've eaten it. You've, yep. you've eaten. I'm, that's, I'm so sad. Yeah. So. That's, oh, so bad. That's the, that is the way this flashback felt. <laughs> Yeah, it was good to have. It's, but now it's such hindsight. a shame because I, I like I actually really liked these flashbacks. I thought they were really interesting. This episode could have gone a ten for me. Yeah, like a really good flashback yes. to follow. Yeah, this. like really uh, this. I mean, this is probably the most interesting set of lock flashbacks that we've had. I know, I, I know you like, and a lot of people like walkabouts flashbacks, but uh, I Not felt all like this. Geniuses here. <laughs> well, no, I, I I agree that walkabout is the best set of lock flashbacks at this point, but this could have beaten it. But, oh well. Well, back in the present day, Charlie Locke with Echo, they're still trekking. 
Uh, the hero stream. So how about Charlie? Let's put down Echo. You get some water, and me and Echo are gonna have a little chit chat, right? And so Locke talks to kind of like a passed out Echo and tells him that he's sorry for a lot of things. He's sorry for doubting him. Sorry, he gave up his faith in the island, and that he's messed up. And now because of him, their people are captured, right? Had he just listened to Echo, let him press the button, he could have gone with Team Bait, helped them, protect them, and even save them from where they are right now. Uh, but Echo, who, who awakes, his, his eyes open, and he tells Locke that he can still save them, right? And even yep. though you don't know where they are, Locke, you will find them. After all, you are a hunter. But when Charlie returns to get water, Echo is passed out. So kind of left to the question of, did Echo actually wake up? And the biggest the biggest question on that is, he does call Locke a hunter, which we know back to Locke's flashbacks. That's that's where that's kind of relevant. Yep. So well, And let's not forget that Locke did take a whole mouthful of psychedelic drugs or hallucinogenic. Yeah, well, he's good to go now. So, I mean, this this conversation with Echo could be a byproduct of that. It could definitely be. So what do you think has really happened? Or do you think it's a... I, 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 I don't think it really happened. I think it's either you know, some sort of vision or it's, it's the drugs. Although that does call into question everything that Locke did in this episode. But Charlie was with him. So I guess there's, there must be some validity to it. Because if Charlie wasn't with him, I'd be oh, thinking yes, the whole time. Is that this, polar bear real? Just, like, yeah. Is there even Echo yeah. here? Like, what's going on? Right. Is Echo, like, walking with him and just tired? Like, well, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, totally. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I agree. I don't think Echo actually spoke here. I yeah. Think, uh, uh, I, I think wise, he's sleeping. Wise time. man. But we get back to the beach. Locke, Echo, Charlie return. Uh, Hurley's there as well. You know, Claire and some other random people who will soon learn mm-hmm. their names are Paulo and Nikki are confused mm-hmm. as well as Hurley kind of informs them uh, about what happened to the team bait, the remainder of team bait. Uh, and Locke... Oh, Desmond's also by the beach, too. He's, he's by the coast, chucking stones. I don't know if he, he's not really skipping stones, he's just throwing stones. Yeah. Into the beach. <laughs> I've never yeah. seen that one. He's just throwing them. And Locke gives an impassioned speech about, yeah. you know, we, we are going to find them, we're going to save them, but first, we must save Echo. Yeah. Uh, so let's go do that. Charlie chats to Hurley a bit about how that was indeed a great speech, one in a passionate speech. But Hurley is some feeling some major deja vu as he looks over at Desmond, who is still just chucking yeah. stones into the ocean. Yeah, it's a great. This is a great ending. I mean, th- this ending elevates this episode a lot. This whole Hurley Desmond interaction elevates the whole episode. So. So you're digging, you're digging what they might be doing with Desmond here, Mr. Sal. I am, I, I, and I, I, I don't dislike the constant hints that this might all be in Hurley's head. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't dislike it. I, I think I would dislike it if they actually do come down on, yeah, this was all in Hurley's head. But I, I kind of like the hints that it might be. Oh, the most outrageous one to me so far has been like the bird. Like, did that say my name? Yeah, like, uh, that, one, that bird that only appears in season finales. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. But um, certainly could be. It, it's an interesting thought. We'll see if it's all in Hurley's head. 
we're gonna see where, this, where the series is gonna go here. We're still kind of mm-hmm. we're still in a bit of like plot building because now we're still we're still coming back from what happened last season. But I think you know, kind of starting, we're, we're mm-hmm. gonna start doing more things. Next episode, I will let you know that we will be seeing. Um, well, first of all, do you know whose flashback episode it's gonna be? Yeah, I do. Really? Yeah. Do I mean should I say it or no? Sure, you can say it. Yeah, it's a Sawyer episode. Uh, yeah, it is. So, <laughs> uh, you, I mean, you can probably guess it from the title as well. If you think. Yeah. But yeah, Sawyer episode. <laughs> um, we will be seeing, so it's predominantly going to be um, with Team Bait, right, over the others. Uh, yeah. Unsurprisingly, since it's a Sawyer flashback episode. But uh, we're also going to be um, seeing a bit of what's still going on at the beach. So okay. That's not, that's not over yet. And I'm gonna give you a bit of a hint, not a hint, but more of just a just that way. I, 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 in the same way, I called out like the the like I knew you'd love the Boston Red Sox reference, right? Oh boy, did I! Right, you did love that. I'm going to let you know here, kind of the opposite. Um, you're gonna see something you hate. I think next episode. Now, oh, I, you're not, you can't. I don't think you can quite put a finger on it, but I think you'll know it when you see it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But I don't think it'll affect you at all too much. Like it's just like a small thing. But I remember something, and I think you will look at it, and you will remember it, and you'll go, "I, I dislike." It. So, okay. See, see how you feel on that, Mr. Sal. But besides that, uh, the next episode, "Every Man for Himself," Sawyer episode, high hopes, small hopes. How do you feel, Mr. Sal? You, Sawyer's gone up in the seasons. So season one, Sawyer, best character. You said season two, Sawyer. I mean, he's really dipped down to a nadir that he, he hasn't had it before. He really <laughs> dipped down there. But season three, yep. Sawyer, season three, Sawyer, bit of a redemption story here. I for mean, Sawyer's character season. We only had him for one episode, but he's he's been at it was two, right? We we had him for two episodes. Oh, to see him in the glass ballerina. You're yeah, right. the, he's a big deal in the glass. Yes, he you're was. Right. The, yes, he yes. Was, yeah, you're right. Yes, two episodes. What am I saying? Yes, because he's yes. That's the TV he, time favorite. Won. Yes, that's what he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and, and the fir- the first episode, he you know got the fish basket. He, he won the really game. Excited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he did the bear game. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm I'm down for this episode. I mean Sawyer so far this season has been entertaining. I don't. He hasn't been nearly as deep as he was and interesting as he was in season one, since season one. So I'd love to see him get back to that. We'll have to, we'll have to so. see what every man for himself brings out. Listen, mm-hmm. he's the master of exposition and also like kind of a like a, like a game theory guy. Or he, he always wants what's better for himself, right? Every man for himself. Mm-hmm. We'll see, you know, will will Sawyer possibly betray, I guess, right now, Kate, Jack, or someone else? Or maybe do something, you know. We do know they were planning to try and break out uh, him and Kate kind of unsuccessfully mm-hmm. to the, at least the secret planning part of it because Ben right. saw it, but whatever. Uh, we'll see how that goes. And we'll see how you feel about the the bit you might be uh, dislike. So we'll have to see and all that. Um, but before before we go, I'm looking at the clock, Mr. Sal, and wow, mm-hmm. it is long overdue, right? Much like a library book, all your library books, Mr. Sal. Was My it library one? books? Yeah. You strike me as the type of person that would have like, an overdue library book and still try to get another book from the library and then promise hey no problem i'll get that to you next week but then you you just take this book and now you have two overdue library books 
Uh, I mean, I don't. I very rarely use the library. Did you ever used to use the library? Mm, very rarely. Uh, school libraries. I used to use the school library. Taking a lot of overdue books. That's, that's what I gathered from you, Mr. Sal. But in that case, oh. look at the time. The overdue books, Mr. Sal. It is TV time. Time for the TV. Yes. Mm. Exciting times, Mr. Sal. I'm not thought in advance at all. So, I think I know what the people said here. I, you know what? This is probably a pretty self-explanatory one. No, I forgot. There's desert <laughs> crap that makes this way harder. So people said lock. <laughs> that I don't have to worry about. I don't think they're gonna go say Desmond. Uh, really? You, you're, you think it's very obvious that the people said lock, who they hate? Oh crap! You're right. I forgot the about that whole thing. And also, we have to remember the phenomenon of like recency bias, right? Like the very end is just Desmond. Oh, Thing, There's right? another big factor you're forgetting here, too. I am? Oh, yeah. A big factor. It can't be the Sawyer fan club. I mean, it's, it's, it's Sawyer, Sawyer, got, Sawyer got 2% of, of the episode. Sawyer fan club. The strong voting <laughs> block. Like 2%. We put in our fair yard, a, a primer for the next episode. They're, they're yeah. celebrating that hopefully after the next episode, Sawyer will have a majority of the victories in season three. I think we can expect big things from Paolo because he got 1%. <laughs> Paolo got 1%. I'm yep. trying to think. Am I actually missing something Even else Even Jack even Jack got 1%. Jack I mean, I, Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Sawyer and Jack, I guess, were in the airport. But I'm trying to. No, the, the thing that you're forgetting is nostalgia. Bias. Oh, boom. <laughs> There's no this... way Boone won. That's outrageous. I forgot. You were right. I did forget about Boone, though. <laughs> Dang. Well, uh, listen, I'm still... thing is, I don't know how much they hate Locke, right? Like, I feel like the surface-level pick is Locke. So I'm going to go with That's Locke definitely the surface-level pick, the, yeah. The people pick Locke. What, what's the they, Okay. They, they did, actually. They picked Locke 70, he's 73%. He's, he's just trying to walk me <laughs> off the path. I, I'm, I'm on the path, and you're obfuscating it for me. You have a yep. fog machine, making it way harder. <laughs> walk the straight. Yeah, but it is just a straight path. I was right. I could just walk yep. straight. Yep, 70, 73%. But I, I will tell you, Boone was second at 13%. Okay, so the Desmond thing is not even worried. Some Des, Desmond was 6%. He was third. Okay. And then Charlie, second. Charlie, 3%. Okay, the story of voting black is still outrageous. Um, yeah. you got two, not just one percent. So, no. <laughs> the issue is with you, because for you it's between Locke and Desmond, mm-hmm. and I think you said Desmond. Okay, I said Locke. You just talked about how the how Desmond elevates this entire episode. Oh, hold how... on, I, I didn't talk about how Desmond elevates the episode. D- that situation that arises between Desmond and Hurley that elevates the episode. I want to because... rescind my vote that you said it was Desmond, and I want to recast it, saying that you are going to go for Locke as your favorite for TV time here. Hey, you got a good job. Wonderful. So two for two, and <laughs> I'm going to go with I said Desmond, but I got that wrong because I picked Locke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm two for three. <laughs> Couldn't get the three out of three, sadly. But okay. You didn't do the you didn't do the rating though. Well, come on, that's gotta be a five out of five, right? Um, for no? for me, certainly. But no, not for the audience. Really? Four. Fifty-eight percent said four. 
whatever. <laughs> I don't know why they did that. <laughs> I mean, this this only got an eight an eight point one rating on IMDb as well. Okay, fine, whatever. I don't I don't care that much about the rating. I'm just saying I got two out of three for the guessing. <laughs> That's exactly. what got me. Okay. Well, Fantastic. could have been a perfect score, but yeah, I mean, nothing too outrageous though. Everyone just said lock. I should have. Yeah. I should have. I should have, I should have just went with that. I should have. Should have followed my gut. Everyone said lock. And yeah, it's pretty cookie cutter. Fair enough, it's lock. I mean, is there anything else you're expecting so far? From so we talked about um, pe- uh, Penny. I said Petty. That's a yeah, I know. <laughs> we talked about Penny. Uh, obviously, we're gonna see a bit more with what's going on in uh, you know, Ben's neck of the woods and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but anything else, kind of, that you think might come up that we've glossed over or anything? That effect. Uh, you mean, How about this? I mean, Mike and Walt. Yep. Yeah. Well, so you said that 90% chance Mike and Walt returned to the island in season three. Okay. Do I did. Still, I, yes, I agree. I, I agree. I wrote that. You agree with that percentage, I, though? I, I agree with my past self, yes. Okay. Okay. I'll also, I'll, actually, I'll go over real quick what your flags were. 100% lock survives, 100% Desmond survives, 80% Echo survives. <laughs> Wow, I could not have been more right about that. <laughs> Echo is still in bad shape, but he probably will survive. Michael and Walt or Team Sailor rescue Jack, Kate, and Sawyer. You did not account for Locke being the one that saves. Uh, I did not. Team bait, so but he hasn't done occur. it yet either. He hasn't, but they are really amping him up to be the one to save them. In time, Locke. In time, Locke even goes, I'll save them, guys. Don't worry. Just give me some time. So we'll see how that goes. But so one of your predictions, I mean Locke is alive, Desmond's alive, and we'll see if Echo dies. Um hey, he's gonna survive. We'll see but. if he survives. Uh will Michael and Walt return in season three? So you're still picking a ninety percent chance we see them back on the island? Yes, but season it's three? not happening anytime soon. That's fine. Season three, we got a long way to go. Got a long way to go, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And then either Michael World or Team Sailor rescue Jack Kate. So and you're assuming they get rescued. That too is part of that assumption. They need rescuing. I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, man, I don't think they're gonna do four seasons of Lost with Jack Kate and Sawyer. Well, no, but like, what if they just rescue themselves? Like Kate and Sawyer's breakout plan. Oh yeah. No, I, 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 that's, I what, that's what I meant by that. Like that's what I meant by needing rescuing. That yeah, I think they get rescued. Okay. 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 Well. I don't think else is really say I'm lost right now, Michelle. Do you have anything you want to add? No. Nope. Right? Thoughts? No. Nope. Concerns? Opinions? Facts? Um, nope. I'm tidbits, good. I, the dump truck. Oh, that's that's the only other thing. I really would. I, uh, infographics would be nice, but I really uh, don't think there's anything with the dump truck. Like I, was, I, don't, I don't think it pops on my head. I I I did look through. Look, I also see the fun facts of like the yeah. like each episode has a big like a fun fact page kind of. And I I did look through yeah. that. I looked through it before every like podcast, and I did not see anything regarding the dump truck and that. So if okay. it was, I feel of significant importance, it would be there. But maybe people have missed out on it and did not put it there. But hmm. I mean, I'll let you know a fun fact that I, I could have said earlier. I, I didn't, but uh, the gun that Locke was using, holding mm-hmm. Eddie at gunpoint, same same gun uh, Rousseau has. Not not the really? exact gun, but it's the same type of like same. Oh, okay. 
So ne- something something I never would have noticed. That's interesting. <laughs> there's, there's a fun fact. Our <laughs> <laughs> <of> little tidbits. <laughs> you can just, just have right there was just uh, you're welcome. Curtis <laughs> Lostpedia. So well, I think that's all. I don't think there's much so, else to say on it. So I, I did Google the the dump truck thing. It was really hard to, to Google toy dump truck uh, lost because it's just like lost toys. It's like you know what I mean, like toys that are lost. Yeah, we so, need a keyword search for that. Uh, right. So, um, but I, I, you could find uh, on the Lostpedia page something about the polar bear cave. So. Uh, I did not click that link, so I'm hoping you will click that link for me. The po- polar bear cave on the Lostpedia. So you, you don't have to do it right it? now. I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, okay. You don't have to tell me. Uh, don't give me spoilers. But if they say something about the dump truck in the past, something so, we've already seen. So okay, I, I'm going to say this so that way. It is. Uh, What's one call it? How do I word this? I'm going to ask this that way you don't know if the future holds this or not. Okay. And okay. if it does not say what happens in the future, or like it does not list any significance with the toy truck, uh, do you want me to tell you that? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, so I would like to know <laughs> if the I significance ask... of the toy truck and if we yeah. should already know about it. Right. So if we should already know about it, I want to know what we should already know. Okay. So if, should we if, already know about it? No. Okay. All right. And now, do, do we need know... to do, okay. do we need to stick a pen in it? That's the other question. No. <laughs> okay. Under I I'll tell you exactly what this is. This is here unanswered questions regarding yeah. the polar bear cave. <laughs> the question here is where did the toy truck come from? Oh my god. <laughs> so it's just it's the toy truck. I mean yeah, the but, that toy truck. It's just Linda laughing. You got Linda laughing. I mean, now, you know, I can, I can buy, you know, they came from the zoo and animals in the zoo have toys. Uh, That's fine. Keep telling yourself that. That's, that's what I'm going with for now. Keep telling yourself that. And while you keep telling yourself that, uh, I think the listeners will keep telling themselves, I can't wait for next week for that Sawyer episode because he might be my favorite character. We'll also see. He's a, he's been, he's been your favorite Mr. Sal. He's been one of your lesser, maybe even, dare I say, least favorite characters. Mm, nah, maybe. I don't know. Not least favorite, but definitely the lower half of your characters. So mm-hmm. we'll just see how that goes. Listeners, thank you for listening. Uh, feel free to subscribe, like the show, leave a comment, uh, five-star rating, share the podcast, all that. It's greatly appreciated. Me and Mr. Sal will be back next week with the next episode of Lost, which is Every Man for Himself.